1: hey math fans jason marshall math dude here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier you never know when or where a bit of math know-how will come in handy case in point a few weeks ago i was over at a friend's house helping run a ventilation duct through the attic oh yes it was a good time when all of a sudden we realized we needed to have a portion of the duct run at an angle, and that the angle could not be tilted more than 60 degrees from vertical. The problem was neither my friend or I had a tailor-made 60-degree angle measuring device in our metaphorical tool belts. Sure, we probably could have somehow used a tiny protractor, which we also didn't have, to create some sort of angle measuring tool large enough to work with our several feet of duct. But that would have been a pain. And once I thought about it, I realized that it was a bunch of pain that we didn't need to suffer through. Because we could instead use some simple geometry to custom build a perfect tool for the job. And the best part was we only needed string and a pencil to do it. What did we do? And how can you use the same technique we came up with to draw not only a 60 degree angle, but a 30 degree angle too? Stay tuned, because those are exactly the questions we'll be answering today. To learn how to draw perfect angles, you really need to draw. Which means it's time to gather up all the tools we're going to need, a piece of paper, a pencil, a ruler, and some string, or a compass if you want to be fancy, and then find a cozy place to do your angle constructing. Okay, ready? The first angle we're going to construct is a 60-degree angle. Just like the one my buddy and I had to make to get his ducks all lined up in a row. Huh, did you get that? Ducts all lined up in a row? I know, it's too funny. Anyway, the first step is to draw a straight line. A line that we'll eventually be measuring our angle from. You'll probably want to use a ruler to do this in order to keep things nice and tidy. Next, pin the end of your string down to one end of the line you've just drawn. You can use an actual pin to do this if you'd like, although your finger will probably do the job just fine. Then use the string like a compass, or actually use a compass, to draw an arc that starts somewhere near the other end of the line and extends all the way up to almost directly above the pin-down end of the string. I should mention, if you have any trouble picturing in your head what I'm describing, you'll want to check out the web article version of this podcast at quickanddirtytips.com mathdude. I've made a bunch of drawings that show you step by step exactly what I'm talking about, so those should definitely help you follow along. After you've got your first arc drawn, it's time to move the end of the string you've had pinned down over to the point where the arc intersects the line. With the end of the string now pinned down to this new point, draw another arc which starts from where your string was previously pinned to, and sweeps up and over to intersect the first arc. Believe it or not, at this point we're almost finished. All that's left to do is draw another straight line from the point where you initially pinned your string to up to the point where the two arcs you've drawn intersect. If you stare at this picture you've drawn, you should find a 60-degree angle peeking out at you. It's right there between the two straight lines. If you stare a little longer, you'll see that if you were to draw another straight line from the point where your two arcs intersect down to the place where the first arc intersects the first straight line, you'd end up with an equilateral triangle.
0: Start your electric journey right here, right now
1: An equilateral triangle is equilateral because all three of its angles are equal. And since the interior angles of a triangle add up to 180 degrees, each of the angles of an equilateral triangle must equal 180 divided by 3, or 60 degrees. If you think about it, you'll see that the only way all three angles can be equal is if all three sides are equal in length. Take a look back at the steps we used to construct our 60-degree angle. Do you see why the process worked? If you're having trouble figuring it out, think about what we just said about an equilateral triangle, namely the fact that its three sides must be equal in length. Look carefully and you'll see that the steps we carried out were designed to do nothing more than construct this type of equal-sided triangle. Pretty clever, right? But the cleverness doesn't stop there. Because we can use the 60-degree angle we've just drawn to create a 30-degree angle. Given that 30 is half of 60, it's probably not a big surprise that we're going to create our 30-degree angle by cutting our 60-degree angle in half. As such, we need to start by drawing a 60-degree angle as we just learned to do. Once you have your 60-degree angle, hold one end of your string at the point where the first arc intersects the first straight line, and draw a new arc that extends between the straight lines and passes up near the upper line. Then pin the end of the string down to the point on the second straight line, where the two arcs from the 60-degree angle construction meet. With the string pinned there, draw another arc between the two lines that intersects the new arc you just drew. As a reminder, you can find step-by-step diagrams showing exactly what I'm talking about at quickanddirtytips.com mathdude. Now that you have these two new arcs drawn, If you draw a line from the vertex of your angle to the point where these two arcs cross, you'll have divided your angle in half, which means the angle formed either above or below this central line is a 30-degree angle. Thanks to this bit of amazing geometry, done with nothing more than a little string and a pencil, my friend is now the proud owner of several beautiful feet of shiny duct that's positioned at a near-perfect 60-degree angle. To which, he says, thank you, math. Thank you. Okay, that's all the math we have time for today. For more fun with math, please check out my book, The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Guide to Algebra. It's perfect for all the math fans in your life, and it's available wherever you like to buy books. Also, remember to become a fan of The Math Dude on Facebook at facebook.com themathdude, and on Twitter at twitter.com slash jasonmarshall. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with the Math Dude's quick and dirty tips to make math easier. Thanks for listening, math fans.
0: Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge, with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com slash US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan.